0: From the Capital City, I'm Jordan Lewis. JPD has released an update regarding notes that were threatening children found both in the state office building and a building at the 600 block of Willoughby Avenue. Lieutenant Craig Campbell has more. On April 2nd, 2023, at about 9.23 a.m., JPD received a report of two similar notes being found at a business in the 5200 block of Commercial Boulevard. Responding officers were able to identify a man who is believed to be involved in passing the notes, 47-year-old Juno resident, Mitchell Thomas Watley. At about 7 p.m., JPD located Watley at a residence on 6th Street. During the investigation, which involved assistance from the FBI, Watley was placed on arrest for one count of terroristic threatening in the second degree, a Class C felony offense. Watley was taken to Lem Creek Correctional Center. This investigation is ongoing. Juno Animal Rescue celebrated their 60th anniversary on Saturday night at the Elizabeth Paradovich Hall with music by Fleet Street and catering by V-Cellar Door. Tickets were $100 or a table of seven for $1,000 proceeds went to benefit the animals of Juneau. Linda Blefkin was the executive director back when it was named the Gas Snow Humane Society from 1988 to 1999. She comments on how it's grown since then. We certainly
1: have our animal population under control. They've expanded services. They do have a foster program now, which helps if there's animals that don't get homes right away. We now have boarding, daycare, doggy daycare. So that's providing some extra revenue because they now have space to do. They are looking into raising funds for a new building. It's long overdue.
0: With JAR's spaying and neutering programs, Blefkin says that the animal population is under control and that JAR does zero euthanasians. While she was the executive director, they had to make hard decisions, and she recommends people spay and neuter their pets. J.R. also has sliding fee scales for their neutering and spaying services. In the future, they are looking at potential land for a new animal shelter location. Currently, J.R. is bursting at capacity and abound with hounds. Blefkin was asked what she'd like to tell a potential adopter. I've
1: discovered a lot of times the animals adopt the family they want. I've seen the animals behave very differently with one potential adopter with an, and another. So it works both ways.
0: Blefkin adds that each animal has its own personality. She thanks the community for their support this weekend and always.
1: It's an amazing organization that provides a very important service. We're just very fortunate to have a service like this in our community. And it does require community involvement to make it successful.
0: The Augustus G. Brown Swing Pool celebrated 50 years this weekend. On Saturday, they held two free swim sessions along with cupcakes and balloons. Swim sessions were free of charge thanks to the sponsorship of the juno Gastineau Rotary Club. About 100 people participated total in the free swims. Yesterday was the long-awaited Dog Day with four dog swim sessions. An aquatic mural will incorporate images of tiles from the current locker room showers designed by Juno's second and third graders in 1999, alongside ceramic tiles featuring artwork submitted by children today. Artwork submissions ended on March 31st. As of today, the Augustus Brown Swimming Pool is closed through early 2024 as renovations begin. The Diamond Park Aquatic Center will remain open and a schedule is available on their website. Today at approximately 10.25 a.m., the Fairbanks Emergency Communications Center received a call with a caller reporting that there was an active shooter in Monroe High School. Fairbanks police officers, along with several other law enforcement officers, responded quickly to the school and teams immediately entered the school and began going through the building, checking each room. There was no evidence of a shooter or any threat was found, and it was determined that the 911 call was a hoax. The investigation regarding the call has been turned over to the FBI. Chief Dupey had the following to say regarding the incident, It's unfortunate that students, parents, staff, and the whole community has to go through scary incidents like this. I am once again proud of the response of our efforts and many other local law enforcement agencies. The Fairbanks Police Department would like to thank the Monroe High School staff for their quick actions to ensure the safety of their students, as well as thanking the Fairbanks Emergency Communications Center and all the local law enforcement agencies for their quick response to the call. Coming up next on News of the North, a judge dismissed a sex abuse case against former acting Alaska Attorney General Clyde Edge Sniffen. Beth Weldon spoke on the KNY Morning Show discussing what's coming up for the city assembly. NASA announced today the four astronauts who will fly around the moon for the first time since the end of the Apollo program 51 years ago. And today marks a big anniversary for one of our most common gadgets. All that next on News of the North. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. A judge dismissed a sex abuse case against former acting Alaska Attorney General Clyde Ed Sniffen, citing the statute of limitations in place when the alleged abuse happened over 30 years ago. The case, which was thrown out on Friday, involved allegations that Sniffen, 58, sexually abused a then 17-year-old student in 1991 when he was 27 and the alleged victim's coach of her high school's mock trial competition team in Anchorage. Smith had pleaded not guilty. Alaska does not currently have a statute of limitations in place for sexual abuse of minors. However, in an order on Friday, Superior Court Judge Peter Ramgren said that in 1991 there is a five-year limit on bringing charges of sexually abusing minors, the Anchorage Daily News reported. He said that changes made to the statute of limitations by state lawmakers for certain crimes in 1992 and 2001 did not apply to Sniffin's case, siding with the defendant's lawyer. Sniffen was appointed Alaska's top law enforcement officer by Republican Governor Mike Dunleavy on January 18th of 2021 after his predecessor, Kevin Clarkson, resigned following allegations he sent unwanted text messages to a female state employee. But Sniffen himself resigned just 11 days after his appointment, citing personal reasons. The Anchorage Daily News and ProPublica reported Sniffen's resignation was announced as they were reporting on allegations of sexual misconduct with the Anchorage High School student, Three decades earlier. A grand jury indicted him on three felony counts of sexual abuse of a minor last year. The alleged victim, Nikki Dautry White, called the ruling a huge disappointment, but said she did not regret going public with her story after learning that Sniffen had been appointed to the position. Mary Weldon spoke on the KNY Morning Show discussing what's coming up for the city assembly. Uh,
1: your uh, items for action are a uh, fund transfer with wastewater improvements. And then you'll also hear about the General International Airport Electric Vehicle Charging Stations update and the Centennial Hall Ballroom renovation. You'll continue your Talking Trash conversations and the Basin Road Trestle Closure update. And then at 5 o'clock, we'll go to the Lands Housing and Economic Development. And the topics are Telephone Hill updates. 35-mile um, off-road vehicle park update, which seems to be getting, uh, moving right along, which we're excited about. Status update on land use code revisions, which isn't quite so exciting, but uh, needs to be done.
0: For the full list of upcoming topics related to the City Assembly, you can view their calendar at juno.org. And all the events mentioned by Mayor Beth Holden are happening throughout this week. NASA announced today the four astronauts who will fly around the moon for the first time since the end of the Apollo program 51 years ago. They are Reed Wiseman, Commander Victor Glover, Pilot Christina Koch, Mission Specialist, and Jeremy Hansen from the Canadian Space Agency, who is also a Mission Specialist. I spoke to President Biden and ABC News White House correspondent Karen Travers has the details.
1: The White House says President Biden called the four NASA astronauts on Sunday to congratulate them and thank them for their service and for inspiring countless people around the world. This will be the first set of missions that NASA has used to send a crew to the moon since the Apollo 17 mission in December 1972. The crew includes the first woman, the first person of color, and the first international crew member on a lunar mission. The president wrote in a tweet that the Artemis II mission around the moon will quote inspire the next generation of explorers and show every child in America, in Canada, and across the world that if they can dream it they can be it karen travers abc news washington
0: and today marks a big anniversary for one of our most common gadgets abc's mike Dabowski has more 50 years ago today in new york city motorola engineer martin cooper made the first cell phone call With bystanders and reporters looking on, Cooper wielded the 10-inch-long, two-and-a-half-pound device, dialing up a competitor who worked at AT AT&T's Bell Labs. Cooper says he got the idea after discussing how to improve the car phones that police departments used at the time. He also drew inspiration from the communicators on the original Star Trek. Beam me up, Mr. Spock. Mike Dubusky, ABC News. Never miss a story or a newscast at knyradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jordan Lewis for News of the North.